Welcome to the podcast, No Code Talks with Creatio. I'm your host, Andy Zambito, Chief Sales Officer Americas at Creatio. Today, our discussion will be focused on how financial services organizations can unleash customer experience innovation with No Code. For this conversation, I'm very excited to have our guest speakers, Sanjeev Agarwal, Global Head BFSI CMO Initiative at TCS, Kajurgi Guri, Founder and CEO, Facilization, and Amel Kovacevic, CEO at Bank of Albania, along with Tim Doherty, Sales Executive at Creatio. Perfect. So I just want to dive in with some of the key topics that we're going to discuss today. So as I mentioned, our focus is really all around unleashing customer experience innovation through the use of no code. So the first question I want to um, throw out there to the panel is, why is it so difficult for financial services organizations to get their ex customer experience strategy right? So I know there are a lot of um, technologies and processes involved with getting the right customer experience um, strategy in place, but I wanted to pass it off to the panel to see if there's any initial thoughts on what, what some of those major problems might be. Um, I don't know if anyone wants to take the ball and, and lead that topic. All right, see, uh, typically uh, I've been into financial industry for, uh, uh, for 20 years now, more than 20 years. I see three dimensions to this uh, uh, challenge, if, if I may call it. Right. So one is the customer side of things. Second is the organization. And third is the environment that we are in. Right. Customer side, we, uh, you and me, all of us, you know, uh, we see that our own behavior is changing. The, uh, the way we used to do stuff earlier and the way we expect things now, uh, the dynamics has, has changed quite a bit. And uh, off lately, last two years, we saw the, the, the corona impact and that, that is pushing us more towards digital technologies and uh, you know, less of people touch. So that, that uh, behavior for a customer is changing. So that, that makes things uh, difficult, rather changing very fast. If you look at the, the organizational dimension, now typical challenges I see with the organizations, uh, one is there are different departments and everybody, every department has their own way of dealing uh, you know, with their own priorities. They have their own systems that they have their own uh, way of managing data and so on and so forth. Right. So, so aligning the departments, aligning the different stakeholders within an organization, and then having a cohesive strategy across data, across technology, across people, the stakeholders. Right. So that's that's another uh, you know uh, thing I, I find at times the line of businesses are working very uh, in a very siloed environment. Right. So that stitching all that together definitely uh, creates a lot of uh, challenge at times. And lastly, the, the environment, the ecosystem itself, uh, of course, there are different elements, socioeconomic elements, regulatory elements for specifically important for the banks. And then, uh, uh, you know, surprising situations like Corona, we were not ready for this kind of situation and nobody was ready for that. Right? So that adds complexity to, uh, you know, to, to see how do we, create that kind of customer experience. So we got to be always, uh, you know, uh, really on our toes to uh, the challenges. Thank you, Sanjeev. That's very, very insightful on that. I don't know if um, Georgie can, or... Yes. Um, Amel, yeah, Georgie, you want to jump in? Yeah, team, I'll jump in. I think I do agree with the point Sanjeev mentioned. And I think the whole questions when it comes to, to banks and especially financial services institution is how do they know their customers digitally? So traditionally, they're used to 
know their customers through relationship manager or through various interactions and data they hold in the system. But the other question that comes up, do I really know the customer digitally, how he behaves in the digital work, how it uses digital channels? So that is always a challenge that does not have, comes with a straightforward answer. And then the other questions that comes here is being able to really identify who can really help to know your customer more digitally, which means having the alliances and collaboration with other partners of the ecosystem that will enable you to know the customer digitally. And I think the last point I have here is that more or less is synchronized with what Sanjeev said, is that traditionally banks rely on hierarchies, on structures, different departments, different targets, different politics that are not 100% aligned with a more agile method as to how you go forward to know your customer digitally. So, I mean, there is a lot of work and innovation from various customers, but minimum viable products, uh, prototyping, A-B testing, and the innovation learning does not really tally with the budgeting and the return of investment, which typically a bank is used to value its investment. So these are some of the points, but I come out to the first point. How do we really know our customer digitally so we can serve to him digitally in a better fashion? Great. Thank you, Jerry. I don't know if Amel, you want to add anything to that? I would like just to say uh, that um, to make a strategy for a customer experience is, of course, depending on the context in which you are operating, uh, whether it is socioeconomic, demographic context, cultural context, and regulatory context as well. So uh, being a CEO of a small bank, which is uh, trying to recharge itself and trying to find a strategy to be able to have sustainable growth in the market which is emerging and which is uh, not yet well regulated when we are talking about digitalization and where the population itself is uh, still uh, uh, have to increase uh, marginally uh, significantly uh, it's digital literacy and infrastructure that is important to be implemented in the country. Uh, we believe that these all fields are and all segments has to be taken in consideration when creating a strategy for the customer experience. Uh, of course, of course, uh, uh, the question which Georgie said is how do we know how our customers are behaving in digital world is a crucial uh, and we at this point of time can especially in the market such as, as Albania, can, can, can actually uh, measure it, but rather we will be able to, to, to refer to some more advanced markets, how, how they actually have solved these problems and how they have identified the, the, the globalized, globalized approach to behavior when we are talking about uh, banking in digital world. Perfect. So I think this question segues into the next topic that we have here. So we talked a little bit about some of the difficulties for financial services organizations improving their customer experience and improving their customer experience strategy. 
But from your perspective, and maybe we'll go in reverse and start with Amel this time, what are the keys to a successful customer experience transformation in the financial services sector from your perspective? My perspective is very unique. I'm, I'm leading the bank, which was almost uh, uh, not having a proper uh, standardized products and channels of communication with the clients. The client portfolio and, and, and banking portfolio is very low. And as well, as uh, I have a specifics that I have to operate not according to conventional conventional uh, modes of operation, but rather I, I need to implement here Islamic banking operations in the country, which is not having a, a regulatory uh, framework for Islamic banking operations. So it is quite difficult to, to manage all these uh, aspects. And our strategy was very simple. If we are, you know, small and marginal bank in the market, if we are obsolete in technology, if we do not have a huge customer portfolio and we hope to grow and hope to compete in the market, we supposed to choose uh, a niche uh, where we are going to, 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 to position ourselves, the segment, segment ourselves, uh, focus on the segment which is going to be dominant segment in the future. And we believe that millennials and that generation in the future are going to play a very significant role in consumer society of this country. And uh, the way to, 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 uh, how, how to, how can I say, copy and paste the strategies of market makers in this country will not lead us far away. Uh, we choose to use a technology as a frog lip uh, uh, in order to to you know to position ourselves uh, in uh, faster than 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 it could be achieved before through technology into the segment and to play a basketball if everybody is playing football because to play football with Messi and Ronaldo it's very difficult so let us play some other sports they are not experts in and uh, we consider ourselves to 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 design and to build a bank which is going to be a boutique bank which is going to be recognized for the customer experience in a way that uh, the clients will be, you know, technologically supported and uh, that they will have enough, uh, enough, enough uh, human touch as well from our side and to provide a certain values, value, value based uh, transactions and, and the products and services so that, that we uh, actually differentiate ourselves from others and to try to, to, to actually find the market for ourselves. Of course, uh, with limited resources, we have to be smart in choosing what 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 type of, of technology we are going to, to to use the technology which is able to to bring us to the future that we are able to to utilize our own internal resources in same time and to be flexible enough to 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 find agile and out of the box solutions for our for our uh, bank in order to on, have ongoing and ever growing customer experience great Th thank you, Mel. That was, that was very insightful around trying to find the, the right market and then really differentiate from some of your competition. That was very, very insightful. Any thoughts maybe, uh, Jerji? Do you have any, any thoughts on yeah, this? Just, just, I think, fully agree with the, the strategic approach that Ahmed mentioned. Just want to also highlight on uh, some points that I do see on the strategy and I think stands also at a wider context. So you really need to find and continuously push for more value. So that's 
very, very important in order to have a successful customer experience. Okay, you need to keep on pushing and discovering and finding exactly and measuring this value and then build on top of it. And then surely you have to stay agile in order to ensure scalability because, I mean, you are going to discover some something new and then you need to have the no-code technology that will enable you agility and have the possibility to easily adapt to what customer needs so they can generate the added value. So that's two points that I also are in line with the strategy that was mentioned from Amel. Thank you, Georgi. Sanjeev, Sanjeev any, any thoughts from your end? Yeah, uh, um, I think, uh, you know, uh, good points covered by, uh, by my, my peers here. Uh, I, I'll go with a, a slightly different uh, dimension as well here. You know, typically uh, when we work with the large banks or, or insurance firms, uh, I see a, a good trend of uh, uh, people having a dedicated role for customer experience. Right. So we see roles like chief uh, customer officer, chief experience officer. I think that's a, that's a very, very good move. People uh, who are uh, you know, solely responsible, again, solely in the sense in terms of role, they are responsible for driving customer experience and they are empowered to work across LOBs and uh, then they can bring that cultural shift in the organization. And I think, I think uh, beyond what, uh, uh, what uh, Amel and, uh, and Johnji said, the cultural mindset, the, the organizational mindset uh, has to be changed because uh, when, when we look at different stakeholders in an organization, at different levels, people are touching the customers at different touch points, right? So are they trained enough to really, or, or sensitive enough to, uh, to the customer experience they are providing to their customers when they are talking to them and they are responding to their queries and so on and so forth. And then, of course, the, the, the next layer of data and technology is more of a supporting thing. I think we have plenty of options. In fact, I, I agree to what Emil said. Every organization is made that way. I mean, there may be a different place at a maturity curve, but uh, it's very important to first understand where do we stand right now as an organization uh, fix that point and define what is your target destination, depending on the you know, the vision that you have taken for the organization, and then you know define your ideal journey for the uh, you know for the customer lifecycle. Each journey, each touch point is important based on the appetite your organization has with respect to data and with respect to technology, and of course uh, having those right stakeholders and right touch points embedded into that journey. I think that's that's the way to go. And start agile, start small is, is my recommendation always. Uh, you know, I see at times organization, they, they invest a lot in some, uh, you know, big uh, technology stack and, uh, you know, driving large programs. Quite a few places uh, we find that they are not able to even leverage that properly, completely, right? So go small, focus on touch points explicitly, nurture your customer at that touch point, then move to the next one. That's that's the tip uh, I'll, I'll have here. Great, thank, thank you, Sanjeev. I think before I go into the next topic, I think the points that Sanjeev mentioned. There's just one follow-up question on this topic I wanted to to throw out there. Where so it seems like a lot of the challenges might be more technical, finding the right technology to bring in to resolve some of the digital transformation from a customer experience perspective issues that are out there. But Sanjeev also mentioned challenges around making sure that there's the appropriate culture and the appropriate vision 
with the organization to have the appropriate goals in mind. So from your perspective, have some of the challenges around obtaining superior customer experience, are they more from a lack of technology perspective or more from a lack of uh, kind of having a clear vision within the organization that your team builds before even implementing the technology? I'd be interested to hear any thoughts on that before I move on to the next topic. Well, uh, Tim, my take is uh, uh, there is no standard answer, to be honest. As I said, uh, yep. every organization is unique. We see uh, diverse challenges uh, when we talk about customer experience. Uh, at some places, as I'm going back to my uh, first answer, we, we saw that uh, uh, organizations are, are operating in a very siloed manner. They are not able to stitch their data together. And uh, a lot of time goes into just keeping the data correct. Right. So that's, that's a typical challenge. Uh, second dimension, they have invested heavily or, or possibly banks carry a lot of legacy debt as well right? from a technology standpoint. So that's another challenge. And uh, thirdly, if there is not a single gatekeeper for experience, then every, every line of business is free to drive their own way. That may not, may not be a cohesive strategy. So again, depending on what organization uh, you know, behavior, the way they are structured, the way their priorities are, uh, it's 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 important for us to assess where they are right now, and then uh, see what what best works for them. That that's my take. I believe that there is a very significant role of leadership. Yeah. Top top or pat patrons of the projects. Uh, if 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 there is no proper clear vision of, of the of the of the management of, of, of the institution that this is very crucial, that customer experience is going to be a driver for, for us in the future, that there, the, the, the old old thinking, old yesterday thinking uh, is not any more uh, efficient enough to provide us with the, the growth we all would like to achieve. Uh, I think this you know, expertise or technology cannot help. I would also vote for, for the vision, which I for sure should be embraced from the leadership team because I think in any case without a vision any initiative will find it hard there are so many things that might be going wrong so unless the vision is shared across the organization and there is a strategic commitment from the top it's going to be really challenging to to drive change and keep a momentum for a sustainable and a never-ending never-lasting change well said so I think the next topic, um, now that we've discussed some of the challenges around implementing cus superior customer experience, some of the successful strategies for obtaining digital customer experience transformation. Now, based on um, your experience in the industry, are there any top trends that you're seeing around what organizations are doing to enhance digital customer experience in the banking, in the banking space? That we'd be interested to get your thoughts on any of the, the trends that you're seeing in the market. I can I, I can start just mention I mean because there are lots of trends but what we see across most of the customers these days is first it's an automation of the onboarding process so I mean across different geographies and different kind of financial institutions the automation of customer onboarding and also do more origination activities so onboarding together with lending or aborting together with creating of a deposit that's is trend is has become very consistent and i think everyone unless the bank is built to be a digital bank 
is looking forward to be able to onboard new customers online. And then I think especially also driven from the COVID situation, the support for digitalization of the remote work and remote servicing, that is also a constant trend, at least with the banks and financial institutions we operate. So I would highlight, I would emphasize these two trends, which are the ones in the territory we work with customers and with banks and financial services we see as common. Great. Great, great points. I don't know if, um, Amel, you want to add to that from your perspective? Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, what can I say is that omnichannel distribution of, of, of the products and services, as well as communication with the client, mobile applications as well, as it playing a crucial role for, 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 for communication with the, with the clients and, and to learn and to have a direct direct distribution of the products and services to them. Uh, these are the trends which I believe, uh, apart from Georgie, uh, what said, uh, said just now, uh, I, I believe th- these are the, the most important uh, trends that we should, of course, try to, to put to our context. Great. Sanjeev, anything you would like to, to add to that? Yeah, one thing uh, interesting that uh, uh, I, I started observing uh, of lately, that there is a, there is a strong... Uh, play of fusion of ecosystems, right? Earlier, uh, possibly five years back, banks used to do banking, right? Healthcare used to do healthcare. So they were clearly focusing on their own domain. But look at the last five years, I think the fusion of ecosystem is is coming up really exciting. Amazon is starting payment services, MX is starting travel services or, uh, you know, Lloyd start talking about mental health care. I see, a, you know, the way I see, I'm a customer. My life is about, you know, my, my professional life, my job, my family. And, and now the service providers also see things like that, right? My bank sees that it's not only the, the saving account or the credit card. They now want to offer me, say, cashless pharmacy, right? So to say. So that combination of different uh, domains is coming up really very interesting, I would say. And banks and insurance companies are doing pretty well. I mean, some of our customers we work with, auto insurance for that matter, healthcare insurance or uh, travel cards, as I said. I mean, the, the boundaries are getting blurred where the banking starts and, uh, and the retail starts or FMG starts, right? So that's, that's the trend I see, which I find really, very. No, that's a, that's a very good, good point. Awesome. Very, very good thoughts from everyone on the, on the panel on that one, though. So I think this leads into the, the next discussion, which goes off some of the points that have already been made. So from what, what we've seen in the space, I'm sure it's familiar to your team as, teams as well. Too many banks and financial services organizations are losing sales and customers due to broken customer journeys, which is something we've talked about. So from your perspective, how can no-code, low-code technologies help reduce uh, customer churn rates. I think one topic we had mentioned on the last conversation was around automating customer onboard to make sure right when a customer is brought into your organization, they're given best in class experiences right away. But but any other other thoughts from your experience around how no code technologies can help reduce churn rates for customers? I don't know if Sanjeev for this one you would you would want to start with that. Yeah, sure. Uh, see uh, a few few advantages that I see from a no code low code uh, solution. One, as I said, the data is quite siloed. If, uh, if we are able to uh, somehow stitch that data together, so if, if a no-code platform can give me that the cover 
wherein my underlying applications can actually speak to a single channel and then make my uh, data consistent across applications, make my process consistent across applications. And then if I have to, let's say, connect with my third party integration systems, uh, is, it, uh, is it that, you know, like traditionally we, we used to do a two months integration program or now do we have ready connectors so that I can quickly either source the data from one place and, uh, you know, send it to my, my consumers as well. I think that's where uh, I see a, a lot of uh, uh, good work being done by no-code, no-code platforms. And I, I see that uh, really uh, a very agile way and you are, you are shifting more power to the customers, to the business hands. Uh, which makes uh, things very very interesting. Great, thank you, thank you, Sanjeev. Uh, Georgie, any any thoughts from your end on that? No, just adding to the points mentioned from Sanjeev. So, I mean, surely you need to connect the data, and it can be easier, kind of orchestrating or being orchestrated with certain processes. But it's very important to know your customers and be able to leverage smart insights so when you think of the customer journey you need to integrate all the data in order to to know and be closer to the customer across all the business life cycle so i mean in the banking starts from the onboarding origination offering but then once it becomes your customer the product and service is being solved then another important aspect that i would like to mention is how you could take advantage through a low-code and a digital CRM and marketing platform based on low-code uh, to orchestrate or to make use of, of the customer as a referral channel. So I think I would say referrals are very important. If you look at the other sectors in the industry, in the retailers, are they being digitally utilized and maximized by where a product or a service is being referred to friends and family and others, that is something typically we do not see in banks. And building and orchestrating the, the referrals model would be something of interest and could also lead to more personalized offers. Surely, I mean, I'm going a bit too further to the current needs. I mean, we're dealing and we're speaking with other customers, but I think knowing the customer and if a customer trusts you is a good customer he can easily refer you and how you are going to to really put the incentives and connect this part of the customer journey of the customer with what you know and what you offer to the customer might be an interesting proposition for the future great points Jordi. appreciate that that feedback um mel any thoughts from your end on this Yes, I would like to be able to talk about these issues, you know, in a, in a such a theoretical way. I'm practically facing very, very, uh, how can I see, profane uh, problems, how to actually standardize my workflows, how to make uh, financing origination in a such a way that it is uh, efficient, productive enough, uh, how my communication with the client is uh, going to be uh, uh, standardized how it is going to be omnichannel how it is going to be uh, uh, on time and prompt as i would like to mention the project we are actually uh, working now with, uh, with, with with facilitation which we are going to introduce in albania it's going to be some kind of platform uh, maybe georgie is going to be technically explaining it better than myself but what i will i will explain it in the lay, layman's language uh, um, actually, I would like to, 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 you know, to leverage on my partners, retailers who are in, 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 
selling different type of consumer consumer goods in, in, in and, and home appliances or whatever in in, in in their shops and I would like to be a banker there in that shop without any kind of paper documentation activities so that's authentication authorization and approval of of financing for those purchases which they are going to to, to make in the retail shops are going to be uh, done uh, instantly without any paper, without their coming to the bank, because being a small bank, I, I have to fish not only in front of my ship, but I have to, to, to fish in the ocean. Uh, and I, I need to have a leverage from my, my associates, my partners, strategic partners, third parties who are going to be uh, 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 kind enough to offer us a, a hand uh, to, to finance their customers to buy, to purchase their projects, uh, products. Uh, Jordi can can explain it in in different way. This is the way uh, somebody who is not technician explaining the things. No, I, I would thanks. I, I would add it's about uh, digitally onboarding customers, digitally identifying customers, digitally signing contracts, and efficient scoring to approve credits and onboard customers and serve its needs where he is at the retail shop offering the financing so everything becomes seamless. Well well put. And I, I think there's one last question I think plays off of this last discussion, some of our other ones that I wanted to get into before we end the session today. But according to MX, roughly 70% of consumers said they would like their banking experience to be similar to uh, the experience they have in other industries, such as with Netflix and Amazon, really focused on very personalized experiences, but then also very easy experiences as well. So from your perspective, and I think this summarizes a lot of the things we've talked about with low code, having an agile platform and reducing churn, um, is, is can no code help with that, providing those hyper personalized and easy experiences for your customer base? And do you think that is possible within the, the financial services industry to have similar experiences to what consumers have in other industries with Amazon and Netflix, for example? I don't know if, uh, Amel, you would want to start with this topic. I believe that what we have seen in China with the WeChat uh, is something which, which, which is going to be replicated in different places. Uh, what WeChat Pay has done in in China how it is organized and how uh, it created a totally new uh, dimension of businesses and opportunities for 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 individuals and businesses should be uh, uh, studied and 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 should be seen as a maybe one of the possible solution for 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 different countries and maybe global as well. To, to have disruptors coming into the market as well as as, as my colleagues are mentioning, uh, who are coming with from insurance companies, from 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 telecoms, from uh, uh, great and large mega mega social media, uh, uh, all of these players are going to 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 you know influence banking and 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 financial industry is such, and I believe that. Uh, uh, we should be able to to adjust to to uh, adapt ourselves and navigate to this future in a way that 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 we are able to to survive. Uh, how low code is going to help? I'm not expert, but I believe the experts that they they have solutions, and I I hope to to learn as well. I think unless there is a low code platform available in the background, it's going to be very difficult to consumers 
to set up personalized settings and be able to, to, to do the personalization of their experience with you. So similar to Netflix, how you create different profiles and then the platform through analytics differentiate and make better offering according to the profile, being able to offer the customers a platform where they could choose what they want to use, how they want to use, what they want to see uh, is relatively impossible unless there is a low code platform running in the background. Otherwise, you need to expect the customer to be a developer, which is not yeah. going to happen. So it has to be simple and straightforward. So thank you, Georgie. Appreciate it. And, and Sanjeev, I know we have uh, about three minutes left. I'll let you have the, the final point here on this topic before we wrap up. Well, uh, uh, Tim, my take, uh, I'll, again, I'll, I'll split it into two parts. See, one, one side, customers uh, have expectations from a bank to be like a Netflix or Amazon. Uh, but, uh, uh, but, but possibly, uh, we need to see what kind of transactions are being done, right? When you talk about Amazon, the kind of transaction is absolutely different from what, uh, as a customer, I'm doing with the bank, right? So, uh, while... And if you ask me as a customer, I'll say that, yes, I need that kind of experience. But at the same time, uh, important aspect to understand banking that way is a, is a matter of uh, uh, security, trust, and those kind of emotions, right? While uh, Amazon, Netflix possibly are very transactional in nature, right? So I may expect that, that the experience has to be wow, like Netflix. But back of the mind, I would not want to compromise with the fundamental that I'm expecting from the bank. So somewhere, I think uh, we also need to rationalize that expectation. That is one side of things. From the organizational standpoint, my, uh, my observation, my experience with the banks is that typically we, and I, I myself, I'll call it uh, from a banking background only that way, we stay away from uh, shiny object syndrome, right? So, so to call we are uh, we are still uh, learning to adopt those uh, those uh, uh, way of working uh, a way to go see, uh, see we are learning from from retailers and uh, and other uh, organizations but i think there, there has to be a balance banks have to step it up uh, a little bit and possibly customers expectations need to be uh, we can't we can't do much about it but again uh, possibly when you start challenging the customer like steve jobs says that uh, uh, you know even customer don't know what they want Right? Mm -hmm. So your surveys may have a different uh, outcomes than actual what I have in my mindset. Right? So that's right. that's my take on that. Thank you, Sanjeev, for having that. But I know uh, we only have a minute left here. So I, I just want to thank you, Sanjeev and, and Amel and um, Georgie as well for taking the time to connect. Really appreciate the insight you, you provide on how we can improve customer experience in the banking space. So I'd like to thank you all for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure to be there. Many thanks to our expert guests for sharing their thoughts and thank you all for listening and joining us today. To get more information about our products and services, please visit our website, creatio.com. And for more insight, check our digital event page and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Talk soon.